The second part of Little Zoo's Australia area is the Wallaroo Walkabout. While it's closed right now because of COVID-19, it's certainly an enjoyable experience for those who are able to go in. There's a nice winding path that leads through an open field where you have multiple wallabies and wallaroos chilling out and laying around. If you're lucky, they may come close enough to the path that you can actually interact with them. It's important to remember, and this goes for all zoo animals, that they are on a very specific and limited diet. So if they do come up to interact with you, it's uh, just so they can shake hands and get some belly rubs, not so they can get a snack. Will they beg for a snack? Absolutely. But should you give it to them? Under no circumstances. The diets here at the Louisville Zoo, and in all zoos, are very carefully calibrated to an animal's nutritional needs, and we don't want to go making them sick and giving us veterinarians more work to do. You can see two species of small kangaroo here. There's the red-necked wallaby, Macropus rufagrisius, and the common wallaroo, Macropus robustus. As you can see, the difference between wallabies and wallaroos is simply in the name. However, their first name, Macropus, is interesting, as kangaroos and their ilk are broadly referred to as macropods, or Bigfoots. So, all the myths about Bigfoot living in the Pacific Northwest are untrue. It turns out he's been living in Australia all along. This, of course, refers to their large feet, which they use to hop around in their exhibits and natively in the wild. And they can deliver a truly powerful kick. Also in this exhibit, you'll see, wandering around the edges, several larger Australian birds. The first, and of course the largest, is the emu, Dromaeus novehollandiae, uh, which refers to New Holland, a former name of Australia, and Dromaeus, similar to the dromedary camel, refers to the emu's high speed when running. An interesting fact about emus is that they once engaged in a war with the Australian military and came out victorious. It turns out, however, it was a Pyrrhic victory, as over 2,000 emus were killed, and the Australians only gave up because they ran out of bullets. That is a true fact. Look it up on Wikipedia. You can also see the Cape Bering Goose here wandering around. You can see the laughing kookaburra and the tawny frogmouth and the structure in the center and their own separate enclosures. The walkabout is, once again, an excellently immersive exhibit that brings you into direct contact with animals, of course, as long as they're willing. That's the great thing about the Australia area, is nearly every animal is able to come into direct contact with the visitors here at the zoo, or you can come very close to it. I wouldn't recommend petting the emus, though. They are, after all, warriors. As you make your way out of Australia and head on out, don't forget to stop by the restrooms, as it'll be a while before we see one again. I'll see you guys at the Guanacos.